Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts the scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about 2023, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Zellens Jr. is here. Ayla Sullins. And DS Ninja is in the house. I got some on my jacket. You're not saying your S's. What? <laughs> you didn't say your S's. What do you mean? What did I say with an S? Ellens. You said, <laughs> said Daryl D. Ellens is here. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. And the what you said before that. Ayla been criticizing me all day because of the way I th- well, because the way I think. Not the way you think. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I see what kind of episode we're going to have mm-hmm. today. Yes, she does. <laughs> no, I don't. I better ask them. Okay, go ahead. I'm trying to think of my question. Um, Should I ask it like, is the saying states is irrelevant versus saying nationals? Well, I never said nationals was irrelevant. I didn't know that. You that wasn't what I was trying States to say. Is irrelevant. It I is. Didn't agree. It is irrelevant. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Let's not even do it. Is state competition in sports irrelevant? So if you, I don't think so. If someone says they win states, is that like irrelevant? If you only got you, the only people that can't answer this question is people that participate or see sports. If you just like never played sports or anything, you can't answer this. I'm sorry. But for all the people that you can't competed, sit with us, yeah, you can't sit with us. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> if 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 you competed in sports or like coached or whatever, is being all hype and you know happy over states is that <clears throat> is that prestigious? <laughs> Anywho, yeah, like somebody gonna write in for that. They might. <laughs> <clears throat> they might. Um, people wrote in and said that I'm the most reasonable, so. Yeah, right. Uh, no proof. How was your weeks? Um, It was good. I got had the week off, so that was nice. Hmm. And I have two more days off. Well, technically, like five days, but I have two more days off of work as far as a work week, and that's really nice. Hmm. Good week. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go what what it. what award did you get? Yeah, I did. I, 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 I did get a award. Names right. It's in the things. Oh, this is not it. See, <laughs> that's a bill. <laughs> no, it's right there. Are you losing your voice or something? It's cracking. Puberty, Ayla. <laughs> you want me to read it? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Dang, that's official. What type of paper is that? It ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Daryl Sullins, hope this letter finds you in good health. We cordially invite you to the 2023 Action Martial Arts Magazine Hall of Honor held on 27th, 29th of January at the Tropicana Casino Resort in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Boardwalk in Brighton. Congratulations. You have earned 
your uh, induction into the Action Martial Arts Magazine Hall of Honor. Doesn't sound very prestigious to me. Because <laughs> it's dates. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That's cool, though. Can I go? Yeah, you can go. Are they going to pay for me? No. That's crazy. That's crazy. Are they paying for you to go? No. Oh. Dang. You should call them and be like, yo, I will not accept this. I'll beat you up. Yeah. yeah. And you have proof that you will because you got videos of it. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that. And the book is going to be released there. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. My week. My week was great. Um, I am preparing for the new year. So what that entails, in the gym at least, is getting things ready, getting everything ready for the new year. With no negations, is getting everything ready for the new years. Is that sufficient? No. <laughs> but, okay, I was thinking about this earlier this week, though. Is like I, could, I was kind of giving myself Wait a minute, part. is this still your week, how your week went? Kind of. Yeah, because this was earlier this week what I was thinking about. Okay. I feel like a lot of this podcast is what I'd be thinking about. Like, topic-wise. What you'd be thinking. <laughs> See, I told you. She's hating on me today. <laughs> what you'd be Where's your mic? We're turning you off. <laughs> yeah, you're off. Say something. You can still hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a lot of this podcast is what I'd be thinking about. And so, yes, I said it again. Anna. Why didn't you correct it? Why would I? I'm being me. Oh, you don't want me to be me? You know what? And that's what people like about the podcast because it's just raw and it's us. And, I'm, <laughs> and I've also been told that I'm the most reasonable. Nope. Whatever. But but people have said that. And I got a, I got a text today about the last episode in how interesting conversation <laughs> and the perspectives that, that they gained from it. I got a call last week, and whoever's listening to this will know. Um, so uh, this guy is on, like, a health kick. So he's getting everything ready in his house. <laughs> he got rid of all his, like, bad groceries, you know, getting all this good stuff. And he was like, yeah, I started getting these new cereals in that are, like, whole wheat, whole grain, Good for you cereals. And then the next day he listened to our podcast and we were talking about how all cereals bad. <laughs> they got all these hidden sugars and we don't do it anymore. <laughs> well, not all cereals bad, but like we just saying like, oh yeah, we're cutting out cereals and because <laughs> yeah, they added sugar and the sugar and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Man, I just went he said, I ain't throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, and then a, a week before that, I got a call. Someone was talking about, like, our different roles in the podcast, and this person said that – another person said that they thought I was, like, the most level-headed, reasonable one. <sighs> Isn't that crazy? Multiple people telling me that. Level-headed yeah. and reasonable. Mm-hmm. Ayla, don't even – And I ask great questions. And I ask thought-provoking questions. That's you what do do that. I <laughs> You do that. Is that hate? No, you yeah, do that. That is hate. No, yeah. that's the truth. This, the first part, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's mm-hmm. what I keep hearing. Okay. You know, so yeah. it got to be some some truth to it. Got to be some <laughs> truth to it. Yeah, in his own world. Yeah. <laughs> but um, earlier this week, um, I was doing some thinking. And I was reflected, like giving myself a heart check. 
And I was reflecting about like this year and like um, the things that I've done and didn't do and things that I wish I would have done. And I was thinking like, you know, I kind of hate New Year resolutions because I feel like they never stick. But one thing that um, I said I need, I need to make sure that I do and it'd be nice to have the accountability to do this is to stay consistent like with studying. So like we do the podcast, pull up the topics, go through the topics. I go through my Bible and do some like studying, but as far as like putting the time and effort into studying, like how I can put time and effort to edit everything else. Even like I was thinking about, I come home, I get home right, you know, we eat, we sit on the couch, and then we watch TV. Like that time that I'm watching TV, I can easily be sitting there like studying or reading or doing something that's a little bit more beneficial, and then maybe watch some TV later. But that's one thing that I was thinking about earlier this week. It was like, oh, what are some things that I think I could bring into 2023 that might be beneficial and help my growth? Because, you know, a lot of times when we, like, the gyms go crazy during New Year's because everyone, for, until February, everyone's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me do me. Let me focus on me. But I think I'm going to mm-hmm. focus on me a different way. When, you, when you're talking about your study, when is the best time for you to study? I used to say in the mornings, but now I got to get up so early. It's hard now. But I would say, then I used to, then I say like midday when dad's taking his naps, but sometimes he takes the naps and sometimes he doesn't and then I'm tired. But probably the evenings actually, mm-hmm. like later, later at night. Well, you know me, uh, mine is early in the morning when I get it in before everybody's up. What time do you get up? About five, yes. Yeah, uh, so, um, probably um, or or later in the evening, but majority of the time it's in the morning before everybody gets up. <clears throat> and um, I, I might be in about an hour and a half studying um, because what one thing that I'm doing, I made the Book of Ephesians my book. To study, and and I can't really say master because I don't think you can master a book Mm -hmm. like that of the Bible. But that is the book that I'm really breaking down, and it's funny in in studying it. Um, when I started studying, I had to go to Acts, the book of Acts, because Paul, you know, was in Ephesus and and he talks about it in in the book of Acts, and then then Revelation, so. In my study, I'm actually getting parts of other books too, mm-hmm. and doing it. But this is the book that I, I'm really breaking down to to understand the purpose and and of the church and encouragement out of it and to, for me to teach. Yeah, you know one thing I noticed about myself, I'm okay with it, but I don't really <clears throat> like not knowing. Like. Even with, like, random facts. Like, I watch a lot of stupid documentaries. Like, yesterday, we were sitting on the couch, and <clears throat> Ayla and I were... Cat psychology. Yep, that's what I was watching. What? <laughs> yeah, I looked over, and I said, there, what are you watching? I thought we were supposed to be watching this movie. Yeah, so we was, we was going to watch a movie, and Ayla was on her phone doing something, and I was just going through, like, scrolling, looking through the stuff, because I knew what the movie was at, but I wanted to see what was on it, because I, like, added stuff to my list to go back later. And I was scrolling through... And I was like, cat psychology? And I was like, what the heck? And then I kind of let the... Because you know on Netflix, if you just leave it on that movie or t- 
TV show, it plays the preview. Yeah. So I watched the preview, and it was talking about, like, cats might be the – you're basically living with, like, a wild animal in your house and all this, this, that, and the third, all this stuff. I said this, that, and the third. But all this stuff, I was like, oh, let me just see the first part of it and see what it's about. And I watched it, and I was getting so intrigued by it. But I like watching stuff like that and just having random – I just don't like knowing. And I find myself, like, even with, like, the Bible – like, if we talk about a story and I'm not too familiar with it, I don't really like knowing, not knowing what's going on. Or, like, someone asked me a question in the Bible and be like, oh, this person said, this. like, this is going to be a little bit out there. But I was talking to one of my old coaches, and he was like, um, you hear about, do you hear about the story in the Bible where, like, God killed somebody for, you know, masturbation? I was like, What? He was talking about owning. It wasn't necessarily that. But I never even heard of that story until he told me about it. And I went mm-hmm. back and like read it. Owning? Really? At, at, to that point. This was like a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had never heard of that. But I just don't like not knowing. So I think the best way <clears throat> to do that is, you know. Well, you guys got for Christmas. For the, me. What is it called? Wilmington? Yep. The Wilmington Guide to the Bible. Yeah. And that is a, a great study help. It gives you both sides and of doctrine and of the church and all this other stuff. It's it's, it's great resource. So that'll help you in your studies. But that's that's what you're going to change in the new year. That's one thing I think about changing. Yes, or adding. I think um, one thing I'm I'm focusing on is. Doing more of, of helping people understand uh, the truth of the word. Because what do you heard, mean by that? Well, in a conversation with someone in the same old stuff, the Christianity, you know, we didn't get it until slavery, you know that. But if they actually read the scripture, you'll see that that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so, and that only happens because people go to the surface. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's not challenged because they'll challenge you what you believe. But mm-hmm. when they make statements like that, you know, we don't all, often challenge them and say, where did you hear that? Or where did you read that? Or what, what makes you think that? My thing with that is I get <clears throat> confused because you say that. That is true. You say that slave masters orchestrated the Bible to control <laughs> slaves, which to a certain extent they did with certain things as far as like context and stuff. But you say they orchestrated the Bible to why would they use a lot of like African based countries? Like that wouldn't make sense to me. It, it, it doesn't. And, and they didn't do a very if that's true, they didn't do a very good job of it because right right in Ephesians, it, it, it talks about the masters and how they should treat their slaves. But see, people don't realize that Rome, in the city of Rome, a lot of slavery was going on, but you had slaves and you had slave masters. And what Paul was writing to the church at Ephesus was interesting is because slaves and slave masters became Christians. And though Paul was writing, so they know how to act as Christians, even though they were slave masters or a slave. And so, and some people were slaves because 
they lost in battle and war Mm -hmm. and some because they owe debt, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it's and so to to do more in helping people to understand that so that they can make a decision based off good information. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ayla, do you have anything that you're aiming to look at doing differently in 2023? Yeah. I think I've actually already started. Mm. But I, I want to, like, go... Well, lots of things. But um, something that I've already started on is being, like, better... Um, in relationship and keeping relationships. Treat your father-in-law better. Stop hitting your husband. <laughs> stop. Please stop doing that. Okay. That was my last time. <laughs> last one for the year. Huh? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but like being better in relationships in general, whether that be communication or mm-hmm. just like being more conscious of how I speak. Well, I guess it's still communication. Um, but being more conscious of how I treat people. Mm-hmm. How do you treat people? <laughs> I, I don't want to treat them negatively, is my point. So I like want to be more conscious of the effort I put towards relationships. Not so like harsh or anything like that? Is that what you mean? Harsh, but also just like keeping up with people. And, oh, like, yeah. Okay. You know, like just like, Keeping in touch, or you know, just mm-hmm. putting more care and effort, yeah, towards relationships, yeah, um, yeah, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But there, I have lots of things. I've you said that you said two things that I thought was interesting. One is that keeping up with like relationships and people, because think about it: when someone dies, everybody and their mama come out the woodworks talking about. Oh, this person, this and that, I'm gonna miss them, but but while they're here on earth, you don't communicate with them ever. Mm. So that is actually pretty dope. Like that's something I need think I need to consider too, because like I'm a I think I'm a kind of a social guy now, but I also <laughs> like being on my like <laughs> they hating on me today. I didn't do anything. I I know. But not right now, not this time. You didn't do I'm I'm a social guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so. continue. Do you think I'm social? I think so. I think well, I grew I think into you're, it. I think you're trying to be more social. No, that that's not what he asked you. Is he social? I ain't saying nothing about. You ain't saying nothing about. She trying. said, "Yeah." She said, "I'm social." I think he 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 doesn't. Mm. Is he social? I'm social. He doesn't when I really, back away from from it. That wasn't the question. Yeah, the I know. question is: Is he social? <laughs> yes. Let me answer for you. Not is he trying to be social. No, like sometimes I don't feel like talking. But when I do feel like talking, I'm very social. Not very. I'm social. There's times where I don't feel like talking and I won't. (laughs) Don't hate on me. (laughs) But the other thing that you said was interesting is that because I was saying like what I would do in 2023 and you was like. Well, this is what I want to do in 2023, but I kind of started right now. How many times do we hear that, though? Like, it's like November, early December, and we're setting our New Year's resolutions or whatever. This is what I'm going to do in 2023. Why not do that now? Why do you think more Christians aren't doing the things that they put out that's scripturally based and, like, spiritually based? Why are they waiting until the New Year to do that, do you think? I, I, I don't know because, you know, as Scripture tells us, you know, you don't know what tomorrow brings. And, you know, it's better to say if the Lord wills, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. And, 
are you asking in in what are we going to do for the Lord in 2023 in a new year that we, something we're going to do different or elevate or yeah but like the, what I'm talking about is like mm-hmm. you know how like Easter mm-hmm. churches are packed out like you see stuff like that but and we make New Year's resolutions in like the year before saying oh yeah I'm gonna go to church more starting next year. I'm going to start this Bible study starting next year. I'm going to start communicating with this, that, and this person or whatever starting next year. Why not? Like how Ayla said, how she's doing it now. Why not? More Christians doing what they're planning to do next year now. Mm. Like me, for instance, like I said, that oh, well, we got like a couple of days left. But next year, I'm going to start studying. Why do you think that? I have an answer, but I'm going to wait till y'all. Like, Why do you think they procrastinate? Yeah. Why wait till the new year? I know we do things that we feel that it's important or we get a benefit or a reward. Mm. And that's the way we are. And and so essentially what you're asking is why does somebody want to wait to start something to get a benefit? Mm. I suppose. You know, and, and that's puzzling, mm-hmm. you know. Is it fear? Is it doubt? Or you know, uh, prompting? It's like you you looking for another trainer, and right, mm-hmm. and you had one, and then you got the news they they weren't coming. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? Is that the same type of feeling when you say you're going to do something in the year new year and don't do it? I don't know. I guess. I I don't know. Uh, for me, I think it's just because it's easy. And I think it's what you said as far as like, um, what did you say? Shoot, I just had a brain fart. But whatever. What For me, I think it's because it's easy. Like it's easier to say that right now, next year, that I'm going to do this and third because it's not right now. And then when I think that's why so many times New Year's resolutions fail because we wait till next year to do it. And it's not that that priority. That's what you're saying. We don't have that priority to do it now. And we want something out of it. And that's another thing that I was thinking about over the over the week is like as far as like my study habits now, not just like the fact that I have a lack of study, like not as diligent as I could be. But when I do study, when do I study and why? And I don't want to be that guy when I go meet. God in heaven, he's like, well, you only studied every time something bad happened or you needed something. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be that guy. Uh, So, but at the same time, like what Ayla was saying, it was really like, like as far as she's starting now, why wait? Hmm. Yeah. Why wait? Because you're not promised tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think like you were trying to say earlier, it's kind of part of human nature. Like, the want to hold on to tradition. But you're supposed to have or... a new nature. Yeah. 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 But I'm not trying to make an excuse for no, it. That's yeah, just... I know. Um, yeah. But it's just like people like to hold on to, to tradi- tradition. Like mm. even in doctrine, people hold on to tradition rather than listen to what is actually in the Bible. Mm. Um, I'm not sure why. Comfort Comfortability. Um Something that makes you feel secure. Oops, sorry. I, I don't know, but that's interesting. Uh, holding on tradition, 
and because in 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 Mark, Jesus asked the question, "Why do you hold on to traditions instead of listening to God?" Basically, paraphrase. And we'll do that in a minute, and we're going into the new year sticking to traditions instead of abiding what God says. That's very interesting. Is there any traditions that you guys are sticking to or doing right now that you feel like is dangerous? A yeah. tradition? Yeah. I, well, I would have qualified as a habit. What's that? Eating. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> not actually just eating, obviously. Ayla in 2023 is not going to eat anything no, at all. Not- not the weight, like the things that I'm eating. Okay. Um, that, that's like one thing. Um, that's traditional or like or habit. It's habit, but tra- it's but like you anything you do, habit? anything you do religiously, like religious. Religious means over and over again. So if I'm eating unhealthy over and over again, I'm like gaining weight or I'm creating an unhealthy thing for my body. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's something. Um, there, there, uh, this past year of my life, I think because Des is here, mm-hmm. but it's made me self-reflect a lot. And there's way more that I can still self-reflect on. But there are things I've become aware of in myself that just need help. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to admit that anymore. Like mm-hmm. nobody likes to admit when they're not perfect. You're not doing something the right way or or that this part of themselves is not maybe the nicest. But this past year, I've had to reflect very hard on that. And Why are you striving for perfection? I'm not striving for perfection necessarily. It's not perfection, just better than what I am. Wait, is but you wrong? say it perfect. Yeah, but is there something wrong with striving for perfection? No, I asked a question. I said, why are you striving for perfection? Why wouldn't you? Can you be perfect? No, but why not I'm not strive for it? Like it's just striving for better. I, I just asked a question. Yeah. No, I don't I wouldn't necessarily quantify it as perfection because I don't like I said like you said, I don't think perfection exists for us, but just being better in different aspects of my life because I know I can be, so mm. why not? Why not be? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't think it's bad. Like I used to if I was reflecting on myself, be hard on myself as far as like kind of start to hate myself in a way. I don't do that now. Like, like in what aspect? What do you mean? Like as far as, especially when I'd be like reading or setting and realizing that I'm doing something that the Bible says I'm not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then I like, like mentally be really hard on myself mm-hmm. for like a really long time afterwards. Like, Why? But I don't know. I, I don't think I fully took in what Jesus did for us. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. I don't think I fully recognized at that time when I was having those thoughts, like what Jesus sacrifice was for us. I was still striving for perfection. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I think I would, I'd be very, very hard on myself and almost hate myself in a way of, you know, just not being what I wanted to be. I don't do that anymore. I don't hate myself. I don't feel that way about myself at all. I just know that I can be better, and I want to be better. 
So in other words, That's you dope. thought you were at a certain level, but at the reading, you found out you weren't. Ding. And then you were Wait, bummed that- out about it. Kind of. I don't necessarily know if I, I thought that mm. I was a certain level. It's just that I didn't know what I was doing necessarily was wrong mm. until I read it. And so then when I read it and I know that I'm doing something wrong, I'm like, oh, crap, I messed up. You know, mm. that's the purpose of the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments is not there for us to be able to achieve that because we never can. It just shows us how wrong we were. And then check ourselves. Yeah. And know that we need. God, we need a savior. Mm. And people think, well, we're supposed to, I'll, I'll do the Ten Commandments. You can't follow the Ten well, Commandments. Well, the, the thing, though, with you, though, Ayla, right, is that you read it, you recognize it, and you recognize that it's wrong. And I think the difference with some people is that they recognize something is wrong, and they still do it like it's no problem. But also in that moment, I'll, I'll just say this too, in that moment when I would recognize something was wrong, I would hate myself so much to the point where I distanced myself from God because I wasn't fully understanding the sacrifice Jesus made for us. So is that kind of like a pity party with yourself, kind of? I think so. Did it cause you to change and be obedient? Yeah. But, but kind of. It, it, did, it did push me in a direction to, to try to be more obedient. However, but I don't... But when you say kind of, that means you're disobedient. Because if you're a little bit disobedient, you're disobedient. Yeah, but like you said, perfection is not something we can reach. No, well, I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm talking about being obedient. Wait, yeah, but, what is but if you're, you just said if you're a little bit disobedient, then you're disobedient. That's right. If you got a little sin, you sin. Right. So everybody sins, and 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 sin is not perfection. So then perfection doesn't. This is no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is pointless right now. <laughs> no, just does it make you change? What yes. you found out that you weren't doing. It made me a, it made me change eventually, but I think I took the long way around because I didn't understand that I was still loved by God. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I just didn't fully take in mm-hmm. that sacrifice that Jesus made for us. So it made me take the long way around. Instead of getting closer to God in those moments... I got I would distance myself and because of that lack of relationship with God in that time it would lead me to more sin sometimes. Mm. Because, How can you distance yourself from God? But because, not seeking God. Yeah. So I would just stop seeking him because I felt guilty. So instead of realizing the truth about what Jesus did for us and the fact that we can still become closer to God that we don't have to be this perfect being that we don't have to do everything the way that um is exactly in him so love us because I didn't have that full understanding. It's almost like, it sounds like she's saying like, I'm not good enough and I will never be good enough for God. And then so like she takes a step back from like doing the things, seeking God. We're not good enough. Yeah, but she's not saying that's what you should do. No, no, I understand that. But when you were hard on yourself, But when you understand that we're not good enough, but that's where you praise him because of grace. That's what she's saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm at that point now. But back then, I was not. And so that's what I'm trying to say. Over the last year, I've become, it's been over a year, but especially in the last year, I've become a little bit more self-aware, but not in the way that I was before, where I would be, figure out. Oh, I see this about myself and I hate it. I don't hate it about myself. I just realize it still needs to be better. And I don't get more distant from God 
because of thinking that way. Mm-hmm. I try to become closer to God because of thinking that way. Mm-hmm. It's like an exchange of, of thinking that I've had. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand when you say you distance yourself from God. It just not what seeking, does that mean? just not seeking God. Like, you know, the things that you do to because get you, closer to God, you just yeah. don't do those anymore. Okay. Cause you can't get away from God. You know? No, I, yeah. no, I, yeah, I, yeah. Like Daryl said, it, I just meant stop seeking him as much because if, it's like, it's like if you were to steal, can't, <laughs> no, if you were to steal something from your dad and then you're afraid to tell him, so you stay in your room all day. Instead of having interaction him. with him. Well, that's what they did. In, I think it was, was in Isaiah. They went down in the lower part of the room in the dark. And, <laughs> and God told you. Yeah, you're like right? hiding. Come here. See what they're doing. Like God doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and But that's what I was doing before. I don't do that anymore. I feel. I don't feel okay with my. I don't feel okay necessarily with where I feel like I fall short, but I am not down on myself because I fall short. If that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I know that I can be better. And I just keep trying to be better instead of. Do you think, and, and one thing like in my study this morning, I was looking at, um, the things that Paul was talking about in, in, he wrote the letter from jail, sent it with Tychicus to the church in Ephesus. Do you think is 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 advantageous for us to understand and know when God is with us? You know, I was I was um, in reading when you you read stuff like the Hebrew boys in a fiery furnace mm-hmm. and. And say God is with us. Wait, you mean by God is with us like you're feeling God's presence with you? Like, what do you mean? By God? No, you're reading God's word, and you understand. Like in in in, in Ephesians one, he said he blessed he blessed you, he chose you, mm-hmm. you know, he loved you, and even though you have all those imperfections, and and like Romans says, even while we were in our sin, Christ died for us. And because it made me think about when we had the conversation and and talking about when I was locked in that trunk mm-hmm. of the car and I look back on that, mm-hmm. God was with me, you know, and, and that made me feel better knowing that he was with me because of the things that I'm doing now, you know, he prepared or predestined me to do. And so when we look at going into the new year is recognizing when God is with us, you know, you studying his word and he's giving you insight and prompting you to do certain things, you know, and, uh, things happen. People, uh, get an understanding of Christ based on even this podcast, you know, when, like when a few weeks ago, when we were talking, we said, India. We had gained listeners from India and Italy and some other countries. You know, that only happened because of God. And unbeknownst of us, he was with us because this thing started a couple of years ago, you know, because of the COVID and stuff, you know. 
it wasn't like we had, hey, hey we're going to start a podcast. We're going to plan this out. Mm-hmm. You know, and the success that we're having with this, God is with us. Why? Because we're, we're studying his word. We're striving to, to, to be closer to him, you know. And I just, I, I just praise him because not because the things I get is because he's with us because of who he is. Mm. I think understanding when God is with you is important, but understanding what's coming from God and what's not of God. Because um, this may be out there, but there was this guy that uh, killed his wife, and he said the reason why he did that is because God told him to do it. So, like, understanding when God's talking to you and understanding when it might not be God. I think that's the question. I mean, I can say I'm a lawyer, but what's the evidence of that? Just yeah. because he said God told him that, that don't mean God told him that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when in, um, was it Matthew 4, when the, um, Jesus was led to be tempted by the devil. You know, devil said, you know, cast yourself down on that. You know, he told him that, but Jesus said it is written. So when, when, when people say God told them to do something hideous, where is that in the word that gives him that? How did he, you know, mm-hmm. what? He, why does he attribute that? That was God's voice. You know, Satan wants to t- tempt us. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and so we can mar the image of Christ. And so when people say that, you know, God told me him told me to kill my wife. Hmm. That's a cop out. Yeah. And then some people say, see, you know, I ain't serving no God that tell people that. Yeah. You know, and just because they see it, that happens in the Bible. There's a lot of things on a lesser level as well that prevent, I don't know if I would say prevent, I think, well, maybe, actually, because we can lead people astray. But I think there's a lot of small miscommunications or just people not studying or people not knowing and then addressing or attacking other people when they're not even of our own faith about the way that they're living. And then that causes some... Um, just fuel to the fire. Yeah, just like when somebody doesn't know about God or about God's character and all they associate is the negative, it doesn't help mm-hmm. when, when somebody does that to them. Hmm. You know, um, it's interesting because, you know, Paul talks about, uh, be on your guard because when he leaves, savage wolves are waiting to come in to take people <coughs> excuse me uh, away from the church and the doctrine and the teaching you know so be on guard he warns uh, about that and so that's why fellowship and communications and study is so important um, so you can recognize when if you get that thought you know you can take it to the word or at least have some people, you know, say, Hey, 
man, I was thinking about doing this, and I think God is telling me to, you know, kill 20 people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you in fellowship, maybe like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, some correction. Here's uh, my takeaway for this episode. Woo! So my takeaway is, as far as like the New Year's goes, is that, well, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be the New Year, but um, not to, as far as growing spiritually, sitting back and planning and waiting is not probably not the way to go. So like, if you feel like you have the need to, <laughs> not that, um, if you feel like you have the need to, like how would I say it, like, oh, start getting to my Bible more and whatever, why wait until a certain date to do that when that is something you can do right now. And so that is my takeaway for this episode is even though like this is probably going to be in the new year, but um, if you're setting a goal for yourself that's spiritually that can draw you closer to God, just don't wait because it's kind of pointless to wait. So that's my takeaway for this episode. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of my takeaway. <laughs> I, I, I'm like listening to you talking and then I'm not thinking. That's a first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> married him. <laughs> he married me. <laughs> um, my takeaway is um, going into the new year to, to make sure you do have goals that are uh, reflective of God in your life. I, there's like everybody makes goals fit like about physical aspects of what they want to do, maybe career goals and that stuff can still be glorifying to God, but making sure that you have something going into this new year in general, really at any time in your life, like Daryl said, you don't have to start at the new year, but anytime um, that is trying to get you closer to God or um, giving God's or yeah, giving God a platform in your life even more. Hmm. My takeaway is see God first. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, it's 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 just that you know, like I said, get deeper in in my knowledge of God and how to apply it in my life. Um, that's the thing. Um, it's not a New Year's resolution. It's just continuously to grow. That's it? That's it. Boom. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions. If you want more information about this topic that we talked about or others, make sure you guys visit us at www.woo.com. <laughs> nonegations.com um, there you can review our show notes you can print our transcripts and they are great for group or personal bible studies and if you like what you heard today make sure you leave us a review click click our that review button leave us a nice comment whatever we like to read those and tell us what you loved about this episode or which episode you heard was your favorite there you can also suggest future topics that you want us to discuss and if you're feeling like supporting us financially you can order any of our no negations apparel 
or by donating on our website. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. If you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's right next door to the bases, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search No Negations. So we would love to have you join us. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up. Deuces.